a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image is what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Steve Horvath. Charlie Grimes is our engineer today, and, of course, Larry Unger answering phones, which we appreciate very much. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. i got a couple of messages I'll read here in a minute. 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Uh, I did, uh, I've got a vehicle I'm driving right now that Steve and I were just talking about a moment ago. I'll give you a full uh, review on it next week once I'm done driving it for the full week. Uh, but I'm driving the new Duramax uh, diesel. It's a six-cylinder diesel uh, powertrain in a half-ton Chevy truck, which, by the way, very, very nice truck. They've done a great job. A few things about it I would like to see them change. But as far as the powertrain and the way this truck works and so on, I'm not exaggerating, folks. In fact, the first day I got it, I didn't even pay attention to what it was and whether it had a diesel or not, and I didn't even realize until that night, once I looked at the paperwork, that it had a diesel engine it that's how well this thing works and how quiet it is you would not have any idea you're driving a diesel and i'm getting at this point 26 27 miles to the gallon uh so far so good i mean this thing works absolutely fabulous i'll go through a full review next week and tell you what i what i like and dislike about some of the other things on it uh and most of what i'm going to nitpick will be you know interior things but as far as the way this truck works and drives it's phenomenal i didn't know a place to put your key but no place to put the key. Uh, I will say, though, at least it does have push-button start, which took Chevrolet forever to put in their yeah. trucks, which I'm not sure why that was. Why that took for so long. I mean, my my uh, ZR2, my little Colorado, which is only, a, it's, a, it's what, a 2020, it's only a year old, uh, it's got a key start. And why it doesn't have push-button really. is beyond me. I, now, do you still have a, my wife has a Chevy Blazer. Did you have yes. one of your family? Or and something? it's push-button. In my wife's is yeah. So they, they so they again they, they had, had it in other yeah. things. Why two years ago? Yeah, yeah. or longer even. Yeah. Why not make that across, across the board? The board and, yeah. and why some of these manufacturers do some of the things they do? I, I honestly, guys, I do not have all the answers to. Corvette, for example, has been push button for a long, long time. My 2012 push button. Oh really? All the way back to then. So it's not like they didn't have it. It was around. My 2012 hmm. uh, Corvette Grand Sport is a hmm. push button. So. Anyways, Randy in Arvada is next. Randy, welcome. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Uh, haven't talked to you guys in a long time, uh, but I just wanted to make a comment out there. You know, when when, uh, when you get used to a certain level of customer service someplace and, and you're comfortable with it and you like it and everything, and then something changes. Yep. You know, and things seem to go down the toilet, and you have to deal with somebody that really has no customer service skills whatsoever, uh, passive aggressive, uh, whatever, and all this, and you just like you just throw your hands up and go. God, I just I can't. Well, and you know what? One now, thing I've so. noticed, Randy, especially through all of this COVID stuff the last year, is everything you just said. I I think is even like tenfold. I I 
I don't know what it is. You would think during this time you'd see it the other way around, but I have seen customer service through COVID go out the window. Well, you know what? That could that am I the only one? Well, be a part of it. I but uh, there there was a there was a a change in 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 people, you know, and and you're used to dealing with somebody that really you know understands people and can communicate with them and all that, and then all of a sudden somebody that has absolutely none of those skills whatsoever is up front and you have to deal with them. So, yes, that could definitely be a part of it, but I, I think in this particular case, uh, the majority of it is just the change in uh, the, the people you have to deal with. You could know? be. And it's very frustrating, you know, so very frustrating. I'd, I'd have to say where it's hard to hire from a, an owner standpoint. It's getting harder. It's hard to hire yes. the right person. Uh, and and you and bring I, up a, you do you bring up another. No, it's getting harder and harder. Do. No, you're right. Oh, and I, uh, I work in a field where we get a uh, a high turnover rate. Do you? And uh, the people, yes, I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I had to go searching around through building after building just to find the keys. Yep. To get into a building this morning because, and as yep. it turns out, somebody took them home with them. Yep. I'm like you know what? Yep. I you you guys are hitting the guys. nail on the head. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately, you bring up a couple good points. And, and real quick too, Randy, the other thing I and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be critical of the next generations because I know this has been this way forever, where one generation you know is critical of the next. But but I will say that I I believe, and you guys can all chime in on this as you like. I mean, it's drive radio. I, I get it's usually cars and all that, but this is a general statement I'm going to make here. I, I do feel like the. Younger generations with the amount of technology they have and the fact that a lot of these kids now, young people, uh, don't even talk on the phone. Everything is done through texting or they don't even email anymore. They text everything back and forth. Very few of them even video chat. The majority of it is done through you know, various manners. And my feeling on that and, and what, why I'm saying this, guys, is I feel like because of what I just said, their personal skills suck. And in turn, yeah. so do their customer yeah. service skills. You you are bringing up very, very good points today. Very good. I, I have a very good friend who is a, about half my age, but we're very, very good friends. She does not like to talk on the phone at all. Texting is preferred way, and, and, and that seems to be the way of the younger people. Social interaction skills. There are almost zero. You know, it's you. You're bringing up some good points today. I'll give you some credit here. Well, but, and again, I, yeah. and I don't know, Randy, but, if that's the total answer, but I, I will say that you know the people that I talk to, some of my clients, and you know this struggle that Steve just mentioned when it comes to hiring really solid people to get certain things done in a business, and a lot of owners, not just a owner, a lot of owners experience that on a routine basis. I I, I do think it's a it's a cultural generational thing. Yeah. But even well, in my own I, family, I, about, I have one child. That loves to I, find on the phone. The I think about my generation. Text. I'm a I'm I'm baby boomer generation, and I think about my generation sometimes because I think maybe I'm being too harsh on these young people. Maybe I'm being too critical. And I think about myself, and I'm thinking, okay, did we aggravate and irritate the older folks when I was young? And I'm thinking, oh, I'm sure we yeah, did. we probably. probably did in a different you know, manner, but, but, but yeah, we probably yes, did. We probably did, and and uh, but but I know one thing has changed when 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 my generation was young. We respected the older yes. people. Yes, you know that has definitely changed. So, okay, I'll yeah, get no, no, Randy. And every, by the way, everything you just said, I do believe is also a, it's a generational slash, you know, cultural slash, you know, teaching parent involvement. I mean, I go down the list, and I do think 
all of that. And, and by the way, where I'm going to tie this into the car side of the fence is also, guys, when we were younger, I don't know about the rest of you, but with me, cars were a big deal. I mean, my, my dad and I yeah. and brothers and even sister, you know, we were very much into cars and drag racing and going to the races and going to the roundy rounds. I mean, you name it, if it was car-related, you know, we were pretty much in it, involved in it as a family, as kids. It kept us busy, kept us out of trouble. You know, We did a lot of things together, and, and not only did it help my ability to do what I'm doing today with all of you, but, you know, just valuable skills that were taught. And there was a, you know, family community and other family communities. And I don't see these next generations with those types of things. And it doesn't have to be cars. I'm not saying it has to be cars, but I do think that the automotive world and cars in general, when we were kids, did a lot of that, that I don't see these next generations doing. I, I agree with you. Boy, you, you, you're hitting the nail on the head today. But speaking of cars, okay. This is Drive Radio, so I have a car question or comment here. Okay. I, I am temporarily uh, renting a car because I'm working on some repairs to be done. Okay. Okay. It's a very nice car. It's a 2021. Very nice car. Runs great, everything, but it's got this big, I, it's almost, I guess, not quite laptop size, but it's more like iPad size screen. Right in the center of the yep. dash with all these things you got to do if yep. you want to listen to. If I want to listen to 560 AM, I got to go through all this stuff. And it's like, but when you first turn on the key, it's got this big warning says, oh, distracted driving. And I'll right. like, well, you're causing it right yes. here. <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't even figure out what I'm doing. Hey, and by the way, Randy, you're, you're, uh, Going after one of the pet peeves I have in a lot of these new cars I drive, and even Richard, my son, who, by the way, is a that millennial, younger millennial age group, and he and I both, and he's the same way as I, and, and his wife is exactly the same way, but even at their age is my point. They both and I want a tuning knob. I don't want tuning buttons. Oh, I want a tuning God. knob in the car. Oh, it took me two days to figure out how to manually <laughs> yep. operate I the hate heater it. and the defroster. I'm like, are you kidding me? I hate that. Oh. I want a button. Now, and, and we were just talking about the truck I'm driving now, the, the Chevy, which, by the way, is a minimal screen, a lot of buttons around it and so on. And I've got a Ram truck. Most of you know that, that I plow snow in. And my Ram has a big, huge center stack, the big screen and all that. And by the way, I love it. It works great. It gives me all the information. But the plus side, and I think Ram did this because they knew a lot of guys in it would be wearing gloves and doing different things. It's redundant. I have a lot of things in the screen, or I have buttons and a tuning knob as well. So I can do either or. So you, you're they're kind of getting the best of both worlds, I guess you could say, Randy. But I, I like the manual buttons for a lot of the things you're talking about. Yes. It's so easy. Yes. This does not have to be that complicated. We're trying to pay attention to the road here. Keep it simple. Right. right. There's, have you, you're, you're familiar with the K-I-S-S acronym. Yes. Keep, <laughs> yes. Keep it simple, simple stupid. stupid. Oh, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Randy, I appreciate it. That was a great call, by the way. I appreciate it. And, and guys, I think that's a balance. Just I'm going to just add this real fast into what the manufacturers, you know, keep in mind, every one of these manufacturers, I don't care who it is, Chevy, Ford, Ram, Hyundai, Nissan, I'm going on the list, all of them. Maybe with the exception of some of the exotics, I'm talking even BMW, Mercedes on down the road. They do customer focus group studies constantly, and they will do it with certain age groups. They will do it with certain demographics. They will do it in the truck world. They'll have construction guys you know, come in. I mean, these guys are, believe it or not, you may not think this, but they are doing studies constantly. Now, where I struggle is... Do they really listen and pay attention to the folks that are in some of these focus groups? Because I guarantee you 
they're taking a certain amount of data out of this and discarding it, and then they're focusing on other areas where at times I wonder, are they, are they slanted or are their ideas stained in what they're hearing from those focus groups? Because some of what they bring to market at times, I look at and think, what knucklehead back at the engineering department decided this was going to be a good, you know, a good way to do things? Because at the end of the day, it's not. Back to Randy's point a moment ago. And, and what, I, what I was saying with Randy a moment ago is, you know, when my son and daughter-in-law both, who are, by the way, of not young age, but they're not old either. I mean, they're in the, you know, late 20s. When they tell you they want a tuning knob, you make it sound like they're 60 years old. But I think that's a standard out there where if you're somebody that's going to use the radio and the, and the nav and the equipment that's in the car, you want actual knobs and buttons I think that's fairly universal, to be honest with you. Hmm. And why some of these manufacturers have not figured that out yet is beyond me. Yeah, if, if, you know, the elderly customers that comes in, come in, and they they're they they're lost. They can't figure out. Well, right? Can you show me how to work my radio? Can yeah, they're you, lost. And, and, or I turn my heater on. And, Which, by the way, a lot of so that complex. could be avoided at the dealership upon yeah. time of sale. Which tells you also that whoever, if it's a new car, whoever sold them that did not take time to show them how to do that. Yeah. Shame on them, by the way. Yeah, they should. So I'll leave it at that. We'll come right back. 303-477-5600, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Dr. Julie provides both the scientific methodology and the empathetic accountability you need to lose weight. You've lost the weight in the past, but as soon as you started slipping back into your old habits, you felt like a failure. Now you've gained all of that weight back, plus some more, and starting over seems pointless. Both John Rush and Dr. Julie understand the daily struggle of staying healthy. The HCG diet at Ascent Health Center trains your body to convert unnecessary fat into energy. But you also need the mental and emotional fortitude to help you stick with it long term. Something as simple as a daily text message from a qualified weight loss guide could make all the difference between another yo-yo diet and a true lifestyle change. Remember how much better you felt without the extra weight. Call Ascent Health Center now and mention Rush to Reason for 30% off your HCG diet plan. 303-343-8800. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. 
You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Mark in Wiggins is next. Mark, welcome. How are you, sir? Good, guys. I just uh, I missed uh, a while because they were doing an egg drop uh, oh, by helicopter here in Wiggins. Oh, nice. I guess, through Morgan County. Yeah, they went to the different schools, Brush, uh, Fort nice. Morgan, and then Wiggins had this uh, helicopter fly over and dump all the eggs out and all the kids go out and gather yeah, them. That's anyway, cool. Good for them. That's I heard, awesome. I heard before you guys, uh, before I, I jumped off the radio listening to you guys, we're talking about auto theft. And I know with you guys running a fleet, I was just curious if you have or know of a uh, like a GPS tracking yes. system for anti-theft and, yes. and what you could recommend for that. Well, yeah. Not only for GPS, but also locating where your yeah. guys are. Yeah, yeah we uh, we actually, Mark, uh, we're, we're a Verizon customer and have been dealing with them and even have helped them on a few things, uh, you know, kind of on the, the uh, you know, R&D side, if you would, and have been with them now for a number of years. And we, we use Verizon's uh, fleet tracking system in our fleet, and there's others out there. I'm just telling you what we use because they're all very similar. Uh, The nice thing about Verizon is it gives us the ability to even look at the computer side of the fence and know when a certain monitor is about to turn on, it'll notify the shop that we've got a vehicle where a monitor is about to turn on and turn a check engine light on. And then we can also do a little bit of the maintenance tracking uh, through them as well. So when a vehicle hits a certain mileage, it'll pop up, tell us an oil changes, do things like that. And that's all done inside of the tracking. Plus, give us all the GPS as to, you know, where's the vehicle been, at what speed, at what time. Uh, we can geofence it, all that stuff. And we do all that through Verizon. And so do they have like a, a module that has to be put yep. in the vehicle or yes. do they use the vehicle itself? No, no. We, we It's a separate module that every vehicle we get, it, we install that into the vehicle itself. I mean, my truck even has one. And uh, it's through that device that they're doing all the tracking. So think of it as a little cell phone uh, that's plugging into the OBD port. And then, uh, you know, that's being transferred up. And then, you know, we can pull that information out of the cloud anytime we want to. So is that, where would I find something like that for my vehicles? Would that be through the dealer or? No, in my case, Verizon will sell to you. Ah, got it. Perfect. And and I I believe, by the way, I think multiple cell phone companies do that as well as, there's a lot of just regular fleet tracking, and then there is some consumer-based uh, products out there as well. Uh, one of them that I actually tested a while back, it might take me through the break, Mark, to remember who that system was through, but there is a smaller device you just plug into the OBD2 port, and you can do some tracking of your own vehicle without paying you know, some of the larger dollars that some of us pay on the fleet side. 
You don't get as much information, but it still works. Sure, yeah. Do you still have my email? I do. I can send that to you once I find it. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Be happy to. Mark, no, appreciate it very much. Thanks for calling. I appreciate that very much. Wayne is up next. Wayne, what's going on, sir? Hi, John. Good morning. Hey, Um, man. How are you? I'm sorry I couldn't stay before. You're fine. uh, Anyway, uh, on those strap things, I was going to say something, but most of them covered it. Uh, When I was a kid, my dad used to drive a gas tanker uh, back in the late 40s, I guess it was. Uh, used to drive a gas tanker, uh, haul fuel down from Sinclair, Wyoming, and up in there back okay. down to Greeley. Okay. And I kind of got into trucks. I ended up driving one when I retired from the Navy for a while. But um, I remember they used to, and I swear, I thought they had chains dragging. They had a chain dragging instead of a strap, uh, which would sound kind of stupid with a gas tanker. Uh, a chain dragon on the road. spark or something, yeah. Right. But, yeah, but, uh, gosh, it sure seems to me like they were chains, but may, because back then they wouldn't have had a strip of rubber hanging down. I, I don't know, but <laughs> I remember all of them had them, the tankers, you'd watch them, you know, that was kind of a, to a younger guy, something dangling down there running along the road was kind of interesting, you know. Right. But, um I've ridden with my dad uh, up to Sinclair in a tanker and back down and stuff. Cool. I used to ride with him in the truck. That was a big thrill to me. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so, that would so be. So did your uh, did your dad have like big arms? Did they not have power steering then? Because I always heard that. Yeah, oh yeah, you yeah, could tell he truckers. Had pretty big arms and uh, some of those overdrives they had. I remember he was shifting one night and had a, what they called a brownie. Yep. Uh, on the brownie floor. box. Yeah. And uh, the handle broke on it about four inches from the floor. Oh, my word. And uh, my dad was kicking it with his foot <laughs> to get it in. <laughs> wow. When he changed gears, that was really something. It was back in an old K International. But um, anyway, John, I had a question, too, on OnStar. I know, you know, all these GM vehicles uh-huh. have it. Yeah. And, of course, when I got my Acadia, it had it. And it was a big deal. They had my Acadia setting off the showroom floor in a special little room there when I went to get it. And they had me, OnStar came on, and they wanted uh, passwords and all kinds of crap. And here I am sitting in a new vehicle I want right. to drive, right. and i got to listen to OnStar. But anyway, I, re- I was in the computer the other day and looking at something, and I got the word that OnStar was going out of, uh, going out of business. No. And I kept going farther and farther, and I kept talking about OnStar going out of business. Well, I called uh, OnStar from the car, and they said, no, they're, no, they're not. Going that out ain't of happening. But I'm wondering if I don't want to put them out of business, because I understand from what people are telling me that they can hear everything I say in the car over that OnStar, or they can record it and listen to it anytime they want to. I don't Is know that if that's true. true. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's technically true. I, I believe you've got to have a connection. Uh, you know, the, the, you, you'd have to turn the system on because it, it's not on. Now, it will turn on if you've got any kind of an accident, automatically come on, notify them. But to my knowledge, Wayne, they have no ability to listen to you if that's not on. I don't know where I got that from. I heard it somewhere that they could, you know, record it and then listen to whatever. I don't think that's true. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I, I pay them every month now, uh, 
to keep on star in there because I think, you know, something, I'm 85, so if something happened out on the road, uh, I would want them there, uh, need that service. So I keep it, but uh, I'm a little leery sometimes. Is that you know, there, right? I mean, there's some articles out there, and again, I don't, I don't know, I'm reading one now, and I don't know if these are, again, these are opinion pieces. These are not technically anything that's, you know, uh, coming out of, uh, of course, it wouldn't come out of OnStar anyways, but I don't know how you would prove some of these. There is one article I'm reading that basically says, uh, you know, OnStar is always on like a psychotic stalker. It's simply unwilling to hang up. That is, unless you're willing to take a hammer to your brand new Cadillac, blah, 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 blah. Again, I, Wayne, I can't verify any of that. And, And I know there's articles out there of people talking about that, but I don't know if that's true. Now, as far as where your vehicle is at all times, and all of that, does OnStar know? Absolutely they do. Yes, that oh, yeah. part of it yeah. they do know for a fact. They know how fast you drive, where you're driving, where it sits, all of that. Right. I, I, I purchased a system where the wife and I have a button we wear around our neck, you know, for emergency. Right. And uh, I, didn't per- I didn't get the one that, for the satellite because I had OnStar, I felt. that If I'm sure. out on the road somewhere, sure. I can use OnStar. So that's the reason I'm keeping it, but... Um, I don't know. I, you know, we, we have our doubts sometimes. but and, and, again, I mean, I guess, I mean, I've always been one where if they're listening, fine. I mean, it's kind of like the NSA on a cell phone. You know, fuck, ha- knock your socks off. I'm not yeah. talking about anything I shouldn't. But yeah. I also understand that, you know, privacy-wise, uh, that should not be allowed. That should not be happening. And we all should have, you know, constitutionally, you know, we're, we, we have rights to privacy. Yeah. I, I agree. John, I want to tell you about buttons. My Katie, I guess you know. I don't know if you've driven one of these newer Not ones. Not for a while, I haven't. Well, mine's got push button gear shift. Uh, it's, you know, oh, you yeah. Okay. Push it into park, yep. you pull it yep. into reverse, right. you push it into neutral, you pull it into uh, reverse or drive. And it, it's really something. Uh, and the Motor Trend magazines keep knocking that, but. I kind of enjoy it. I, I think it's kind of neat, and it doesn't bother me at all. The only thing they did is when they put that low-range deal where you used to be able to shift gears up on your right uh, on your steering wheel, you know, with a paddle or something, uh, you got to reach clear over in the front of your center stack there to use that uh, low-gear deal where you can control it, you know, your uh, manual control of your transmission. And that's kind of unhandy because it's clear over the right side of your center stack. But other than that, those push button, pull button deal, I think that's pretty neat. I, it's it's kind of neat to show people, you know. You, <laughs> hey, look at me! I got a, a push button, pull button. Uh, I, I don't know why they don't don't do that in all cars. I don't either. They could, and to me, to me, they'd save a lot of space and make things look better at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I, other than you know, guys, I, here's my own, my own take on that. I I think it's a matter of getting. Wayne, honestly, guys like you and I that are older to accept that technology, which, by the way, I will. I like it. I think it's more of that than anything. I think it's just more of an acceptance. Yeah, I think so, too. These young guys in these Motor Trend magazines, they they come out with some of the dumbest problems with new cars. uh, You know, I I wouldn't even imagine that, you know. They say, oh, look, boy, this is no good and that's no good. And (laughs) I kind of enjoy it. So I don't know where they get their ideas from, but. I don't either, because anyway, I, actually, I like it. I, I, I like the push-button side of it. I'd like to see it go that way. Yeah, I would too. So. Anyway, thank you, John. Wayne, appreciate thanks. It. As always, I appreciate it. Dave and Parker, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, about half an hour left. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service over in Littleton with me today. Dave and Parker is next on his Honda. Dave, welcome. Yeah, John, uh, hi. I, uh, I've got a question, a timing belt sure. question on the Honda Accord. Uh, it's got 110,000 miles on it, and 
somebody told me I needed to get the timing belt done. And but when I look online, it says I have a chain and not a belt, and, oh. and that it's not required. Uh, Two point four four cylinder. We'll have to look here real quick. Sorry, yeah, one that one second. Okay, because uh, I've I've seen it both ways, uh, and uh, yeah, and I'm not a Honda expert, so we're 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 both okay, feverishly okay. looking. Um, that's a that is a chain. The V6s have a belt, but the four-cylinder is a chain, Dave. Oh, I see. That's why it's confusing. Yeah, that's why some are confused. So as long as it's a four-cylinder, oh. it's a chain. Oh, and therefore, I don't no. need to do No, not there. for a couple hundred thousand minimum, yeah, probably, or yeah. more. Okay. Or ever. Okay. Yeah, or ever. <laughs> or ever, actually. You, know, you, you might Literally. develop a leak or something someday, and you might be in there and say, well, let's do the chain while we're here. Yeah, it'll be, that. it'll be combined with something else you might do down the road, not just on its own. Okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. No, you're very welcome. No, great. By the way, great call and question. Thanks, Dave, on that. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Bill and Lakewood's going next. Bill, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Uh, just about the OnStar. Yeah. You know, my new truck that I just got, it's it's just ran out. And I've had it for on and off for the last 25 years. Right. And, and now it S-U-C-K's because these people are in some other country and they have no clue what you're talking about. They don't. They don't understand you half the time. So I, I won't renew it. Hmm. You know. And I used to like it because, especially when with my memory issue, I'm in a part of town that I don't know where I'm at. I can just push the button hmm. and go take me home. Now when I get take me home, they don't have a clue what I'm talking about. I, Bill, I. Don't know that I can argue with you on that one at all. I, I have it in a lot of GM vehicles that I own. I don't have it turned on on anything that I own unless it's you know free with the vehicle, of course. Um, and frankly, because honestly, Bill, with all of the other technologies that are there with the nav built into the car and some of the even the, you know, the ability to look up gas buddy, things like that in the car itself, plus what I've got on my smartphone, what, what do I need OnStar for? I don't even yeah, think you need navigation you anymore. You don't. In your car yeah. through your smartphone? Yeah, I, I, you know, and Bill uh, and everybody listening, you know, Steve just brought up a great point. I've wondered this for years. I still don't understand why car companies are building cars with navigation built in with as many smartphones that are out there. If you can hook your smartphone into the car, which most of them can now, why do you need navigation? Because not everybody has a smartphone. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, but, okay, so... Maybe you make that an option for certain individuals that want to buy it, but sure. every single car that you know I, I buy and or test drive, Bill, has nav built in. And I, to me, that's a waste of money. Yeah, i got to tell you this, since you know Carl. Okay, the last car, the ZR2. Yes. Well, in the past, I've always had the salesman tie the phone into the Bluetooth. Right. So with the ZR2 at the time, I had a flip phone. Okay. He looks at me, flip phone. So anyway, the flip phone started falling apart. So I had to plan for the for the text, you know, for the the smartphone, you know, the the on whatever that the texting and right. my wife needed it for work. So when I got a phone, when that other one was falling apart, I bought an LG because it was the cheapest one. So now you know, Carl. Mm-hmm. So I go, can you tie my phone in? And I pull out the LG. It's not an Apple. <laughs> yeah, he's an Apple guy. Yeah. Right. Well, the half the world is. I mean, 
Next yeah, it's about 50-50. You know, it goes, but you know, it that's there's not a standard on that end of it. It is about 50-50 literally. Is it really? Yeah, I, it literally I, is. I hardly use it in the car. Just like my smartphone, I use it to text people. Nobody answers their phone anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the No, you good. are right. I mean, no, you you are right. Uh, actually, believe it or not, worldwide, the Android operating system ho- handles about 87% total global share. Um I think in the United States that that's that's uh, can't talk here. That stat is is a little different here in the U.S. I'm trying to see what just the U.S. version is, but yeah, worldwide Android is the leader by by far. Well, that's because it's so much cheaper. I mean, Apple is just so overpriced. It is cheaper. You know, it's not it's not that Apple's not good, but you could buy ten for one. Uh, not anymore. You can't, Bill. Oh, probably two to yet. one. Probably I'm two to one, two but to you, one but you that. can't do ten to one. You can do two to one nowadays. Right. Well, I'm just throwing numbers out there, but uh, I mean, there's a, you know, for some people that that's that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. No, you're right. Now, I mean, you know, it, it. The thing that Apple has done is is built a seamless platform where you know, for example, I'm sitting here in front of my my laptop. I've got my cell phone sitting next to me, but the reality is. I wouldn't have to because I can do everything, including texting, from my laptop, and it acts like my phone. You can't really do that seamlessly and easily on the Android side. That's well, the downside. The plus I'll give to Apple, though, the, the one thing that I do really like about Apple is when you call customer support, they do speak English, and they use it yes. in the United States. You're, no, And the other thing I would like that I like about Apple, I talk about this during the week, is even though they are not a conservative company when it comes to your privacy, privacy as a user, some of what we've even talked about with OnStar, I will tell you right now, Apple is on your side in what they're giving up to the you know, governmental agencies and so on. Apple believes 100% in your privacy and your privacy alone, and I'll give them kudos for that. Yeah, they're just a good company. It's just I, I really don't understand why they're so overpriced. It's the same components, you know, I mean. <clears throat> not really. It isn't. Well, that's yeah. the issue. It's not. I mean, I, I realize the chips and something. Well, even the chips aren't. They're doing their own chips. There's a lot of that in an iPhone that is 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 their technology, their proprietary stuff. And no, it's not the same. But, but I mean, Apple's made in China. I had oh. to send an iPad back once, mm-hmm. and it went to China. Yeah, it went to Foxconn. No, that is Apple's. That's who makes them, Foxcom right. over in China. That is correct. Right. Yep. No. No. Hey. Good. Good comments, Bill. As as always, I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Bill in Boulder next. Bill, welcome. What's going on? Hey, happy Saturday to you. To John. you too, sir. Um, Apple user here because of the privacy issue first and foremost. Me too. Um, yeah, I agree. But I do like their user interface. Um, I have two questions for you. I've got a question of my own, and I wanted to follow up on the push-button transmission issue. Sure. Um, hey, I just I just cleaned off the uh, mass airflow sensor in my uh, truck. And from the reviews I was reading, or the you know how to on YouTube and so forth, some people said you might get a check engine light come on, and which I have not. So Good. I'm okay with that, and it, that kind of tells me that maybe the the airflow sensor wasn't that dirty to begin with, which it didn't look like it. Very, was by the I way, anymore, very few are. Almost gone are the days of having to do that. Back in the day, we cleaned a lot of them, or even replaced a lot of them. Uh, the technology yeah. there improved greatly. They're heated now. Uh, they do a lot of self-cleaning, oh. quote unquote. So it's a much better, uh, much better sensor than it used to be. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, there was just a little little carbon on it, but it wasn't bad at all. Hit it with the CRC and it was yep. done. Yep. Um, 
and then going back to the uh, the push button transmission issue, I've seen those in like some of the new Honda products. Mm-hmm. And I guess my only issue my only issue with it would be that um, I guess if I spent enough time with it, I could commit the positions to memory. But uh, you know, I use I use the downshift feature in my automatic transmission quite a bit, um, and I like that I can do that just by by touch. And I'm not sure if you could do that with a push button, could you? A lot of the push buttons, not all, but a lot of them will give you paddle shifters on top of what the push button is. So to oh, okay. if it has that, it's very, very easy. I mean, because like, was it back in the 50s when the Chryslers had yep. it? But those were push buttons. Those were physical buttons up on your dash. Left-hand side. Yes, they were. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty sweet. They, they were. Yeah, they, you know, the downside down. to those is any kid could come along, push it, and take it out of park and oh, all of that and that was an issue they're not that way now of course and you bring up a great point though bill and i and yeah. i do think that the reason why we don't see more of them you know even kind of universally would really be nice and i know it'll never happen but it would be nice if universally you know back when the automatic transmission came out and you had park reverse neutral and drive sometimes second and low depending upon the transmission itself and it was standard every vehicle you got in you knew one notch down was reverse two notches was neutral three was drive and away we went and I'll be honest, I would be in favor, and I don't like government regulation, so I wouldn't want this pushed by the government, but it would be nice if somehow standardized the push-button shifter was the same in every single vehicle, mm-hmm. then what you're talking about would take care of itself. Sure, then you would. You're, yeah. pushing, my, you're pushing my libertarian love and buttons here, John. <laughs> I really wish it would do that. And, and again, I just say that because the interface would be, for everybody hopping in a car, would, you know, you. would be equal at that point. And again, I don't want that mandated. I don't want the government coming out and saying, you know, do this, do that, because I, I never want that. And, and I realize that there are certain cars and, and dashes and center stacks and so on where, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult to actually create, you know, trucks, for example. It's, tr- it's tough on a truck. Uh, especially if they put a bench seat in them, which a lot of trucks still come with, it's tough to put a push-button mm-hmm. shifter, you know, down into a console area when you're doing that. So I get the column shift on on trucks and so on, but on the push-button side, I, I'm with. I just wish they would be standardized because you're right. You know, GM is different than Honda, is different than Mercedes, is different than I, do, I can go down the line. That's, that's true. Well, you almost know, that's everything part of the reason that I'm... <laughs> Yeah, it, well, that's yeah. true too, Steve. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the reason that I'm I'm opposed to like touch screens for radios and then you know HVAC controls too. Right. Because you have to you have to take your eyes off the road and pain in the rear. Face. Uh, yes. Royal pain in the rear. It, it really is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I had an I had a '95 Subaru and the HVAC controls on that the ergonomist who or or the industrial engineer who designed those controls uh, for that that human machine interface was brilliant because each each shape did something different. Temperature was different from yeah. fan control Perfect. was different from the yep. mode, and yep. I had it committed to memory. I could yep. just change yep. that stuff. Yeah, that's hard to do now, Bill. Really hard to do. It really is. Yep. No, yeah. I agree with you. You guys have well done. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend too, Bill. I appreciate it. We'll take our last time out. We'll come right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new adaptive one brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? 
Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, last segment, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton. Larry Unger been answering phones today and Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Robin Monument, you are next. Hey, how you doing? Good, you, sir. You, you, you sound good today. Thank um, you. Uh, on the subject of your push-button uh, um, <clears throat> uh, assortment you've been talking about, I've got one to add for you. Let's you haven't it. mentioned yet. The 1958 Etzel, only car in the world, only year, push-button drives electric in the steering hub. I didn't. I've right never been, I, you know what? That is a vehicle I've never <laughs> been inside of. I've never sat in an Etzel ever. I have an extremely rare one right here at my house that Damn. I built. It's a state. It's a Woody wagon, and they okay. uh, they had to make planetary gears inside the steering wheel hub so that it could you know turn the wheel uh, the steering box, and uh, the, it's it's incredible. It, okay, so there's an actual set. Okay, let me, let me make sure I hear this correctly. <laughs> so in the column itself is a set of planetary gears for the steering drive yeah. shaft. You got it. Wow, I did not know that. Yes, and the buttons are lit up by one bulb, and it gets brighter when you push one because of the uh, the old style plastic that they use to transmit light. Uh-huh. So they so they only have one bulb to worry about, and they have ten wires going down there, and two circuit breakers, a primary and a, you know a low low power and a high. Right. Uh, so that you and then you have relays on the firewall. 
some fun, I'll tell you. The high-torque motor turns a rotary three-layered switch. So and, and, the, uh, and I'm looking at the pictures. The gear, the gear selector is in this. That's weird. In the steering wheel. How neat. Yes, the only car. Packard started it with a, a, a little module to the right of the steering column. You know, it was just right. attached to it. Well, well, I, I guess, what, okay, what was the theory behind doing that? Just cool or what? Oh, well, probably because that, that era, you know, whoever had the neatest gadget true, true. Of no, true. got a lot of attention. Yeah, good point. <laughs> and Mercury had one more like Chrysler uh, with the buttons under the dash, which is, like you said, kids could reach and push them. But the Chrysler one was way over on the left. We've had a couple of those in the family. You know, so is your is your car a a just a woody wagon or a Bermuda? What, what is yours? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a rare Bermuda. Bermuda, okay. Uh, only seven hundred and seventy six or so made, okay. and they, they has the rear seat in the back, the third seat. Okay, it'll, it'll be at the car show and monument. I uh, I mean I'm looking at a picture of it. I. I I never yeah. knew the car existed until you just told me. Well, now with the COVID well, ending, we'll do some remotes. It's got a good engine. Yeah, some of the goofy you know, things that they had, you had a servo motor-operated heater control, stuff so mm-hmm. before they had the vacuum. Okay. They had a motor doing the work for you, pulling the cables for you. Really? Okay. And okay. You know, like a record player cam, uh, a bunch of cams pulling different cables. That's cool. Uh, you know, I won't get into all that. No, you know, to your point, there was a lot of technology back then that we forget about. Yeah, that, it really uh, was. They had the nerve to do it. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. Unfortunately, the the market was bad. You know, right. there was a recession the minute it came out. So, yeah. by the end of that year, they started thinking about killing it. Yeah. Wow. You're right. And the rest well, of them didn't have yeah. all that. They just were regular cars. You know, warmed right. over Fords. Right. Right. Oh, really? So I'll leave you with that. Ah, good um, one, Rob. Rob thank you. That, that, <laughs> again, I learn something new every day, and I mean, I am looking at the. You can actually there's a there's an actual eBay site that will. Uh, it's called the Cruisomatic Planetary Gear, uh, that I believe is what he's talking about. I I didn't realize that's what that was. I, okay. And are we are we planning on some remotes for this year? Um, are we thinking? Yes, we already have a couple of scheduled. We got a couple Great. of car shows already scheduled. As we uh, get a little closer, I'll announce those. And yeah, Great. if you'd like us to be at any of the events that you've got going on this year, you know, please let us know. We'll do our best to try to be there. Uh, just send me an email, John at drive-radio.com, or go right to the website drive-radio.com. And yeah, we love being out and about all summer long. It's fun. I would rather be out than. Sure. Than in here in most cases, so it's it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. So and Steve and, and the guys help out a, a oh. ton when we do it, and, and it really is a it, it's it a lot of a fun. Good time. We have a good time. It's a, it's a blast. So, uh, guys, I have learned uh, a lot today. Isn't that great? I didn't know some of these things existed, and I I'm wondering still why they do. But hey, you know, when, it when is they, what it is. When people thank us for being on, I'm kind of. The other way, I'm, I learn more than. Oh, me know. too. <laughs> I, every, I, every week I'm here, I learn something uh, yeah. from all of you. By the way, I, yeah. you know, I, granted, I do a lot of studying and things like that when we're not on air, but I learn a lot from you all, and I appreciate it. It's been, it, it's, it's always a lot of fun. It's a joy, and I appreciate it very mm-hmm. much. It's always a every good time. time. And uh, Steve, real quick, give folks a sure. uh, just an idea of where you're at, how they reach you, get a hold of you on the phone or, oh, sure. or email or all that. Well, we never talk about our website. Go ahead. Geno's. With auto a J. Service, Gino's with a J with autoservice.com. That's always our good way. Uh, our phone number is 303-794-6700, and we're in Littleton at 3593 West Bowles. Just a little west Just of— Bowles and Platte Canyon, right? Bowles and Platte Canyon. A little west of, of Federal or Santa Fe and a little bit east of Platte Canyon. Well, yeah, I was just going to say a little bit east. A little bit east. Coming up on our 38th year. 
38 years. It's <laughs> amazing. It's a long time. <laughs> they don't, I didn't get all this great for no reason. That's a long time. <laughs> it really is, folks. Well, That's a long time. So, uh, you know, and they got a great facility. Thank you. Uh, they remodeled it not that long ago. It's, it's a great place. And if you're out in that area, I sent some folks over there earlier today, family, even that are going to go see Steve. So, yeah, anything that you need when you're on the west side of town, that's the place to go. So Sportsman Colorado is going to come up here in a minute, so make sure you guys don't go away. Uh, I don't know what Scott's got in store. He think he's, is he floating around? Is he going to come and join us or no? Well, he's here, and maybe he is, maybe he isn't. So we got a minute or so left. If he joins us, great. If he doesn't, that's fine as well. And then, of course, don't forget that uh, Shooting the Breeze, Franktown Firearms, those guys will be on here from – uh, from 2 to 3 o'clock as well. So Sportsman of Colorado is next from 1 to 2, and then 2 to 3 is shooting the breeze. And uh, great, by the way, great programs we have. We start off at Fix It Radio first thing in the morning, 9 o'clock, and then run all the way through uh, the afternoon. We've got some great programming on Saturdays, and that, that carries on into Sundays as well. And uh, we appreciate that very much. All right, what articles did I not get to today? Um, I did talk about the... Uh, slowing down, or the, uh, I should say, the the security system on the new, uh, what they call it, Dodge uh, muscle cars, the, the Challenger, Charger, and so on. Uh, they've got a feature now where if that vehicle gets stolen, it will only uh, drive, it only has end up with like three or four horsepower is all, so it's not going to go very far very fast. I did have an article that I was going to read today. I didn't get a chance to do it. And it's just a reminder that uh, there was a Californian driving a Mini Cooper up on I-80 up in Wyoming, that caused uh, many, many hour delays and numerous wrecks in that big last snowstorm we had, all because they wanted to take the Mini Cooper out to see how it would do in the snow. Oh, But ended up getting stuck, and they had to route trucks down through Laramie, which caused all sorts of problems in Laramie. And just shows you what one knucklehead, not knowing what they're doing, can do to clog everything up in a particular roadway state and so on. So anyways, I'll leave you with that. You guys have a fabulous weekend. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Don't forget Sportsman of Colorado coming up next. Scott Watley and the crew. Uh, Myself, Steve Horvath. Uh, Again, our engineer has been Charlie Grimes and answering phones today, Larry Unger. We appreciate it very much, guys. Enjoy. We'll see you Monday right back here on KLZ 560. Have a great weekend. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.